Shepherdess at Harmony Farms, where we encourage you to think big, start small, and don't quit. Upcoming is audio from a video discussing my overwintering plan for 14 head of beef cattle. I say plan, but this was actually a program. We're coming to the end of winter, and this basically explains everything I've done to take care of these cows over winter. The grass-fed beef 101 guide that I reference in this podcast is available in the show notes. I'm going to get straight to it, guys, but first I want to encourage you to head over to farmontheweb.com, and that is a place where I have put all of my business and marketing classes. Now, you can buy in for $14.99 per month, which will give you access to the six core classes plus all of the bonus features, or you can pay as you go buying just the content you need. Over there, I have things like how to market on Instagram, how to market on Facebook, how to build a website that only costs $7 per month, how to build out a newsletter, and even more. I really want to encourage you guys to get over there and take advantage of these educational resources, not just for your farm, but these are going to be resources that will serve you as you boot up any home-based business. 2022 is the year for that, so head over to farmontheweb.com and get started today. 50 cent cows is the topic of today's video and I'm going to be taking a deep dive into how I am overwintering 14 head of cattle on all stockpile across 23 acres. If you click on the link down below, I will send you my free grass-fed beef 101 guide and this is for the absolute beginner buying and raising their first cows on grass. Now you guys know that my primary enterprise is Dorper sheep, but over this winter I was able to take on a custom grazing arrangement for about 14 head of beef cattle. Now what custom grazing means is that basically these animals are not mine. I just provide the land resource and the grazing resource and take care of them over the winter for a third party for a fee. Now in the video comments on this particular topic, people have asked, how much do you charge for these cows to be on your property? And the standard rate is going to vary from state to state, but in my region, in my area, it's about $1 per cow per day. This fee assumes that I am doing all of the feeding, which is why it's important for me to keep the cost of keeping these cows around 50 cents per head per day in order to make any kind of significant profit off of this arrangement. Now, the reason that I was able to actually do this is because due to my intensive rotational grazing program last spring and summer, the forage production on my 23 acres absolutely exploded. So much to the place where by around October, I had roughly 20 acres of extra grass. And in evaluating this, I realized it was more than my sheep could eat through over winter, which led me to open up the property for custom grazing on 14 head of beef cattle. Now we are coming to the end of February and I have not fed any hay to these cows. Here in Upper East Texas, our climate is extremely mild and if we get snow, it's melted within about a day or two. This means that grazing is something that can be done year round. And these cattle have been eating through that extra 20 acres of stockpile grass over winter. Now these grasses were not cool season grasses, these were warm season grasses. And what that means is that they did not retain a high level of protein once the weather turned cold. But what is on the ground is still edible. It just needs to be supplemented with a high protein cube. And I feed a 38% protein cube to my cattle. Now this elevates the protein level in that grass that's on the ground. And by feeding about two to two and a half pounds per head per day, I'm able to utilize the forage that's on the ground without sacrificing body condition. And this allows me to overwinter for about 50 cents per head per day versus a dollar to a dollar 50 feeding hay in addition to the cubes. 
Another economic vantage point I like to take on this is that conventionally speaking, I would have taken hay off of my acreage, and that is how I would have dealt with the forage surplus. But number one, taking hay is extremely expensive. You either have to contract out the equipment or buy hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment yourself. What's more is that taking hay is really, really hard on soil fertility. You are taking off of the soil the forage and all of the fertility required to grow that forage. You're feeding it somewhere where the animal impact in the manure will not be able to directly benefit the soil that worked so hard to grow that grass in the first place. And if you continue this cycle year after year, you will end up with bankrupt soil. So by leaving the forage on the ground and allowing the animals to harvest it, it allows the fertility of that harvested forage to remain right where the forage was grown. Yes, I do still have $400 to $700 worth of cubes that I have to feed in order to compensate for the low protein content in that stockpile. But we're talking $700 versus thousands of dollars in renting hay equipment or hundreds of thousands of dollars in owning that hay equipment myself. I am moving the cattle once a week. This is both to ration out the forage and spread out their impact over the 23 acres. Now the benefits of the impact is number one, the fertility of their manure will be spread across 23 acres rather than concentrated in one spot. And number two, soil compaction will not become a serious issue by letting them stay in one spot for any longer than a week. Soil compaction basically just means leaving the animals so long in one area that they create really muddy pits. Now we had a couple of really rainy weeks, and as a result there were a few mud pits, but in all, the animal impact was spread and did not cause any harm. Now these cubes are, again, 38% protein, and you're going to go to your local farm store and probably see something like 20%, and I would highly encourage you to track down the 38% cubes. And this is a tip from my friend Carl Abel, who overwinters 250 head of cattle with no hay. And I asked him, what is the difference between all of the different protein options we have as cattle ranchers, whether it be alfalfa or these protein cubes? And he said, protein percentage for price. He said, why would I pick up a bag of alfalfa cubes for $14 at 14% protein when I could buy a bag of these cottonseed cubes at 38% protein for $15? So when you are evaluating your protein options for cattle, remember protein percentage for price. Thank you for listening, and be sure to join me at www.farmontheweb.com to begin building your home-based business today. That's farmontheweb.com.